Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Tim Doyle, and this is Project Sports. Enjoy the show. What's going on, projectors? My name is Tim Doyle. Welcome to Project Sports. Uh, I got Caleb back on the show today. We're going to talk week eight of the NFL, making some picks. Can't wait. Excited. Little EPL Champions League. Welcome to the show, Caleb. Welcome back, man. How's it going? We can talk NBA in the Boston Celtics. Uh, you said you may have not known. I don't know if you looked it up since then, but the Marcus Smart, um, he called out JT and Jalen Brown. I guess we can start here. The NBA Boston Celtics starting out to a rough start. I think they're five and two is there and they lost the Bulls. They had a nineteen. Right? They had a nineteen. Yeah, two and five. My bad. My bad. Uh, they had a nineteen-point lead going into the fourth quarter, and then lost by like fourteen or something like that, which is pretty insane. Um, they won a uh, couple good. Like they won tonight, but we'll see how it goes going forward. So after the game, after the Bulls game, Marcus Smart was asked a question, and out of context, a lot of uh, Boston media is running with this. Um, pretty much said. I don't, he pretty much said, I don't want to stand in the corner and everyone knows in the league who our two best players are and they are getting the ball and then getting double covered and they're not kicking it out to pass it back for us to pass it back to them. Literally what he said, right? And at first, it's like, first of all, you don't want to throw your teammates on the bus in front of the media unless you've talked to them and then you still probably don't want to do it because you're only going to create more animosity. Do you agree, Caleb? Yeah, I, I wasn't really familiar with this story until you mentioned it. Um, I've been following the NBA, but not, like, super closely, so I missed this one. But, I mean, he's not wrong, right? Like, he's not, no, no, no. He's definitely not wrong. But, at, like, as far as team chemistry, you're just worsening it for the team. Maybe, oh, yeah. it, will, maybe it will be helpful, but he already has had some quals with Jalen Brown in general, so I don't know how this is going to affect the team going forward. But, hey... The, the yeah, Celt- it'll be it'll be interesting. Like the, the Celtics obviously got a new coach, and um, Brad Stevens moved up to like the management role and whatnot. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Like I know Marcus Martin has always been my favorite Celtic, like ever since he's been on the team, just because how like gritty he is, how hard he plays, and he's just like the perfect Celtic. And him coming out and saying that, I mean, he's like he's kind of like the veteran on the team that's been yeah, here for for, for a while sure now. So he has a lot of weight. I feel like so. Agreed. I absolutely agree with you. And this is a lot of the, I've been listening to Boston Sports Radio, and a lot of them are coming down hard on him. So to take the contrarian role from them, I'm going to combat and kind of say what you're saying and maybe a little bit more detail of like, here it is. So like, I guess there was a lot of flack. So Jalen Brown is 25, he's 27. They were making fun of him to the point where it was like, he's trying to pretend like he's this big older brother to these guys and and whatnot. And that's what they were saying. And I kind of agree with Marcus Smart. Maybe I wouldn't have done it the way he did it. And maybe you probably shouldn't call him out, you know, in front of the media. You better be prepared to take the flack in the locker room because it's not going to be good. But for me, like you just mentioned, um, he's played on teams where it was pass first and played good defense with um, Coach Stevens at the time. Um, we got Odoku now. But with Kelly Olynyk and in, – in, um, What's the what's, what's the small guy's name that we... Oh, Isaiah Thomas. And, and those teams, we remember those teams. They were work-hard teams. And Marcus Smart was a part of that. And I think he really engineered and saw how team teamwork is played. And he's getting frustrated 
maybe with JT and Jalen, he one of his quotes was he said they're going to learn as they as they go through it. You know, they're still young. That's what he said, and I, I completely agree with him. We've talked about the Boston Celtics by you know through text messages on the phone, and we've we've talked about how maybe it's not their time to peak. They're still getting beat out by a lot of older superstars who are in the, in their prime and past their prime and coming back into their prime with Steph Curry coming back with the Warriors. It's a tough time to win. And they they do have a lot to learn. And I think it's a great point where, you know, you got to play four quarters of basketball. You can't just play three and then lose it all in the fourth quarter. And it, it's tough where it came from Marcus Modern in a night where he got zero assists and the rebounding was terrible. Not that that's Marcus's fault, but the zero assists. But someone had to say it and put it publicly you know what the part I love about it is it kind of like brings it to a head and it's like, hey, y'all got a problem. Now it's publicly like, it's, it's kind of like past like the green teamers. Like it's like, hey, you guys have a serious problem because you have massive talent, especially on the offensive end. You need to learn how to come together as a team. So it's like a kick in the butt where I feel like it's coming to a make or break within this year and a half. It's either you blow up the team or you, you stay the course and you guys figure this out because we can't have too many. It's not really blowing up the team, but more maybe getting rid of one of those three players now with Marcus Smart because if they take the side of, if they take the side of, um, of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and they get rid of Marcus or they didn't like one of the comments in the locker room that are maybe coming from one of the other superstars, then, you know, it could be, could be a little different. Yeah, for sure. And, and to me, like, out of those three... Marcus Smart is definitely the odd man out. Like, of course, you can't, rep- not, can't replicate. He's not at the same level. No, the those offensive two, talent. Those two yeah. guys are, yeah, I mean, those two guys are all-stars for sure, and Marcus Smart is like a role player. So it'll be a pretty easy decision, I think, for the Celtics to move on. If they want to move on from one of them, it's, it's easily going to be Marcus Smart, which would be bad to see him go, but maybe that's what it comes down to. Like, they yeah. just need a shake-up. But I think they, they should just... Or maybe around. a miracle happens and, and actually they come together and, you know, they figure it out. But, I mean, it's kind of harsh to recover from that. We'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah, it's still super early on the season, though, so... I know, that's the other thing, I too. Mean, it's super early in the, the year, and it's, like, easily could change the other way. We started out really good. We were, like, 8-2 and two last year, someone brought up. And then, you know, we had a terrible season the rest of the year. So it's, like, you know, it could go in reverse the other way. Okay, so I guess we can just transition over to the week eight picks. I think in this uh, this time I do this, I'm actually going to take my time in the recording and put like a little cool music thing when we do our picks, kind of like some other shows do. So that'll be kind of cool. Picks okay. picks with Caleb. So what's going on? Let's get into it. Week eight picks. Um, I guess tomorrow, you know, what's tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow is the Thursday night football game. We got Jets and Colts up first. Uh, who do you got here? I mean, I think we know who we're going to pick because the Jets are just kind of lame. So, yeah. who you got here, Caleb, and maybe a little reason why? Yeah, definitely got the Colts. Uh, yeah, the Jets are just bad. They came out with a crazy win against uh, who they played. They beat the Bengals um, this past week, so good on them. But I think that was more of a fluke than anything else. And the Colts should definitely win. Yeah, Colts win for me too. Carson Wentz is playing well. Michael Pittman Jr., as we know, some of our friends are high on. And uh, a T.Y. Hilton, obviously injured and still kind of not playing as his greatest football. It's kind of shocking, but, you know, uh, T.Y., I mean, uh, Pittman and some other wide receivers filling those roles at tight ends, so they're getting the job done. They're a good team. Jets are, unless they show up to play, which I don't think they will, um, Colts are going to take this one. Uh, next game we get up is the Raiders versus the Giants. What do you got here? Raiders had a good – I mean, the Giants had a good game last week against the Chiefs. you think they can actually top the Raiders, or you think the Raiders are going to take it? 
I think they can, but I, I think I'm going to pick the Raiders on this one. Um, I think just the Giants, they're just struggling with so many injuries on the offensive side of the football. So I'll just take the Raiders. And, yeah, not much, not too much going on in this game, I feel mm, like. Yeah, Project Sports, Project Sports agrees. Raiders, too. I think the Giants played to uh, looked a little bit better than maybe they would have offensively with the Chiefs' poor defense. So, therefore, the Raiders have been quite consistent and rallying around maybe losing their coach, and they need a win in a very tough division. So I'm going to lean Raiders, too. they got more to fight for than the Giants, and they need a big win here. Falcons and Saints. This should be a good one. It's a division matchup. Falcons and Saints. Um, I'm excited for – oh, it's not a division matchup, is it? No, it's not. But typically these two teams go out as a rivalry. you got Matt Ryan – and I don't even know who's starting for the Saints. Is Jameis uh, Winston, was that just a, a game injury? He's coming back this week. I haven't oh, looked into out. it. He's out. He's okay, out, so we yeah. got Trevor Simeon starting for the Saints, which should be interesting. He played decent well, last week against the Bucs. What, you know, what can yeah, you say? Well, what, I, what I heard is um, I think Jameis might be out for the season, if I'm not mistaken. And then mm. I think Taysom Hill was mm-hmm. the backup, but he was out last week due to a different injury, but he might be back this He might week. be back. I think, okay. I think Taysom Hill is probably the starter. Well, that would be the starter if he's healthy and he's ready to yeah. go, for sure. Right. 100%. Um, all right, so uh, who are you taking here? Falcons or Saints? Still taking the Saints, regardless wow. of who the quarterback is. <laughs> Flipping quarterbacks, going all over put the place. Any, put any quarterback in there, I'll still take the Saints. You, you know, the Saints are a decent team, like all around, like top to bottom, so... The yeah, QB a, obviously QB spots important, but yeah, yeah, I'll, for I'll, sure. But but I think their defense is really what drives that team. Yes, I agree, hundred percent. I think yeah, that's a that's a good uh, good observation. Falcons have just struggled all year too, and what since they've lost the Super Bowl against the Patriots a couple of years back, they've really struggled. You know, not, I'm not making poking fun. It just seems like they have really struggled to recover from that, and they just can't win big games. And never mind going up against a good defense in the Saints. So I'm picking the Saints too. Um, Bills versus Jaguars. This could be an easier pick. Will it be at least a decent, fun game to watch? Who knows? But uh, I'm going to take the Bills. Who you got on this one? Yeah, just let's take the Bills. Let's, let's keep it simple. <laughs> let's keep it simple. The Bills are a better, better team, and they don't want to lose to the Jaguars. It's kind of Jaguars, you know, they, they put up a good fight against some teams, and then they just, like, let it go, and they get crushed by teams. So a young Trevor Lawrence, we may not see him, you know, perform at his best um, for maybe a year or two until he gets – you know, just a better roster underneath him and the GM in Jacksonville. So who knows? Like, I don't know. I, I pray for that man because he may never see it, to be honest. He might end up like Andrew Luck with a bad offensive line, gets hurt and out of the league. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I'm just saying <laughs> it just, it's a sucky situation with a great talent being in uh, that, that situation. But, yeah, but you kind of, I mean, you kind of expected that with coming in with the Jaguars yeah, this year. So yeah. I don't think this. It's not surprised. For that. No, yeah. not surprised at all. I think, like you said, give it a year or two, then we'll start expecting more from them. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Browns, Bengals. I love this matchup. Browns need a huge win. Bengals are rolling. They're playing super well. They're, they're winning big games. I was high on the Browns at the beginning of the season. I'm starting to fall off the bandwagon a little bit. It's shaking. It's moving. I'm not really for it. I'm picking uh, Burrow here and the Bengals. I'll go first, so that way you can... Uh, take it if you want to pick the upset, but I, I think you're going to go the same here. I, I'm pretty sure. Who do you got, Browns or Bengals? Yeah, definitely going the Bengals. I was never on a Browns bandwagon. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah, he's going to throw it out there. It's okay. <laughs> and um, I mean, the Browns are kind of falling apart right now. I don't know mm-hmm. if you heard the news of Odell. Mm-hmm. So Odell Beckham's dad put out a video. I forget where on maybe TikTok or Instagram somewhere. He put out a video of basically all these plays where um, Baker missed his son Odell like well Odell was wide open and Baker just missed him and it's like a long video of all these misses and then 
I guess a bunch of Browns players was liking the video. And then today, oh my gosh. the Browns told Odell that he's excused from practice. Like, basically told him to not sh- not come to practice today. Did he get traded before the deadline? Somewhere? No, he's still no, in yeah, the Browns. Yeah, but the they, Browns. Told him to, they basically told him to stay home. Like, don't come uh, to practice. They probably tried to pull off a deal and then it misstepped. That's awkward. So, yeah. So, not, I don't know. That's, oh, man. That team is falling apart. And First of all, thanks for finding that video. That's hilarious. Is it on YouTube? It's Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we can find it. I I haven't seen it myself. I just heard someone else talking about it on, on a different podcast. I got to find it. Odell's dad, great job. That's hilarious. I mean, too funny. adding fuel to the fire. You and Marcus Smart, you're killing it right now. I love it. <laughs> um, okay, so the next game we got uh, is Broncos and Cowboys. Broncos have played decent against good teams. Will there be an upset here, or will the Cowboys roll? I'm definitely taking the Cowboys. I think they're like a top team this year. They were able to get out a huge win without Dak. And I think their defense is actually pretty solid. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, Dak. They, they, they should have Dak back as well. Which yeah. Better, Dak's so. been great. And I, I, the Cowboys have just been a, a way different version of the normal selves. It's a lot of quiet, not much quant- controversy. They're winning games every week. Ezekiel Elliott's kind of quiet. I don't know. I mean, I'm not following the Cowboys day to day, but I mean, it seems like, you know, news is relatively quiet with the Cowboys, which is not normal. Um, Solid team. I'm liking it. I'm going to pick the Cowboys here as well. Vikings and Ravens. This should be a good game. Kirk Cousins, again, one of those quarterbacks that sometimes shows up and plays super well. Other times, a little just average. Um, Playing against Lamar, and I think the Ravens, they need a big win. So do the Vikings to stay in it. Um, Who do you got here, Vikings or Ravens? I'm taking the Ravens. They're they're coming off a bye week, and I think they're gonna be just fresh and ready to play. And the Vikings just they just look so bad. They were they lost to that Cowboys team without Dak, mm-hmm. and their offense just they couldn't do anything. It was I don't know, just such a bad showing that I have a I every have a, like a bad taste in my mouth yeah. right now for the Vikings. The, yeah, they just they, it's like always spurts with Vikings. Like one game they can put out a lot of offensive points, and the next week they can't. And there's a couple times where you know. I mean, they even bit you in the butt this this year with them winning one game, like, and then not like they they won a game against a team that I that you picked and I picked the Vikings to win, but then the next week they sucked, and it's just not they it's not a consistency. And the, the Ravens, like you said, are coming off a bye. Lamar Jackson's going to be well rested. Their team is good, and yeah, I'm going to pick I'm going to pick the Ravens as, as well. Uh, it's too risky at this point because the Vikings, to me, at first were like maybe a team that could be a contender with Justin Jefferson. They got a lot of talent on there, but they're just not putting it together. I don't like the consistency of them. Ravens all the way for this one. Uh, battle of the suck. We got the Texans and the Dolphins. Who do we got here, man? I this is a tough one, but I I would like to take Tua, but I don't know. Is the coaching went out? You got Flores, and I don't know who who you got here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Dolphins. I think, I mean, flip a coin, I guess. Flip a coin on the one in seven teams. Yeah, but actually, this is a very interesting matchup just because there's all the rumors of Deshaun Watson being traded to the Dolphins. To the Dolphins, yep. And obviously, he's not playing, but. Good point. Would have been, how cool would it have been if he got traded and, like, they they put him out there or whatever? That would have been. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I really just want to pick against you because they're both sucky teams, but I don't trust the Texans at all, so I'm also picking the Dolphins. Pick, if, pick a tie. Ah, <laughs> uh, pick a tie. Well, I feel like one of these five, games coming up five here. Five to five tie. Five to five tie. You know, we just we liked our picks. We just kept copying <laughs> each other. Um, next matchup here: Chargers and Eagles. Can the Chargers recover, and can they beat the Eagles? Eagles, like they're they're kind of like they remind me of the Vikings a little bit. One week they come out and then they get destroyed. 
it's so inconsistent. Like they played really well against the divisional opponent in the Cowboys. It gave them a tough time in the beginning of the game. Cowboys ended up running away with it. This was uh, about a month ago. But, you know, can the Chargers – are? I, I was going to wait to talk about the Chargers, but eh. no, we'll get into that when we talk about the Patriots win. But who do you got here, Chargers or Eagles? Man, this one, I think it should easily be the Chargers, but the Chargers have been disappointing. I remember a few weeks ago I was saying how, like, the Chargers was one of the most fun teams to watch. And mm-hmm. I think it was that game against the Ravens that we had, all had super high expectations for. And the Chargers just came out flat, and the Ravens just destroyed them. And one week, Justin Herbert looks like he's the best, like a top five quarterback. And then next, the other, like the next week, he looks pretty average, I guess. So I don't know. I'll take the Chargers. I think they're probably better overall. And the Eagles, they coming off a huge win against the, another winless team against the uh, I think it was Detroit. And but I'm I mean I'm not giving the Eagles too much credit for beating Detroit and I just think I think the Chargers got to bounce back after that poor performance against the yeah Eagles. you know what I'm oh gosh I really wanted to pick against you I was trying to get you to pick the Eagles but I'm also going to pick the Chargers as well uh, I'm I am hesitant I may regret this but I'm going to pick the Chargers too just because they've shown that they can be really good and I'll take that over the Eagles where they're just a struggle bus pretty much all the time and sometimes they're you know decent sometimes they're terrible so. Um, Herbert, Osnickler, you know, the, the lucky thing about Herbert is he doesn't have to do everything. Like, he's got a great running back. He's got a great defense. He's got Bosa. He's got uh, Mike Williams. And, you know, he has all the tools he needs. He's got a good coaching. They should get it done. So I have to pick the charges here. I just don't trust the Eagles. All right. Next, this next matchup is uh, pretty interesting. It just got interesting today because it's the Packers versus the Chiefs. And Aaron Rodgers is out with covid um, due to the protocol in the NFL, he just have, just broke today, but um, it may change some people's picks. I was actually looking forward to this game as currently presented with Rodgers versus Mahomes. It would have been fun, but now Rodgers is not playing. The fun part of the story is that Rodgers lied to everyone and said he got vaccinated. Um, but then he it's now breaking news that he did not get vaccinated at all. So it's not a breakthrough case. It's actually, you know, wasn't vaccinated. Not that it's any of our business knowing if he's vaccinated or not, you know, but it's whatever. I don't know why people care so much, but it is what it is. That's the story in Packers versus Chiefs. I mean, uh, I'll go first. I'm going to, I'm reluctant to do it, but I'm going to take the Chiefs just because Aaron Rodgers is not going to be playing in this game. So therefore, you know, surprise me, and the Chiefs need it more. You know, the Packers have a good record. The Chiefs do not, and they have a long way to go and a long way to fight when you're in that hole and they're in uh, last place in the division, so they got to kick themselves into gear. So thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. If, if Rodgers was playing, I think I would have picked the Packers mm-hmm. after seeing the mm-hmm. Chiefs just look so bad against the Giants. They won that game, but and I feel like they actually lost. Like, everyone watching yeah. them. On national TV, just like what the heck happened we know, to the Chiefs? We know like, Rodgers would have tore up that Chiefs defense. Yeah, I mean the saddest part about this game is that this was going to be like the um, the State Farm game, Rodgers versus yeah, <laughs> Rodgers versus Mahomes. State Farm was going to have all the Finally. ready to go, but now without Rodgers, it kind of just ruins it. So it does big time. I COVID COVID strikes again. <laughs> yeah, it's so annoying. I know we've been waiting so long for this matchup. I really wanted to see it, and yeah, then we don't get it. Could have been a great offensive battle, too, especially with, you know, Mahomes could have tore up the Packers' defense because he can do that anytime he wants. And, you know, obviously the Chiefs' defense is just terrible. So, you know, Rodgers is going to exploit that big time. Um, Cardinals and 49ers. 
Uh, what's your pick here? I like this matchup too, but I have a feeling we're both going to have the same pick. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm a little on the fence on this one just because the latest news that I've seen is um, Kyler Murray is injured. He like He sprained his ankle on that last game against the Packers on Thursday night. Okay, so he's not coming back. Or so I think, well, he's teetering. He's teetering. Yeah, he's like questionable, I guess, like game time decision or whatever. So I think, I mean, that's a huge part of the Cardinals team. Of course, so yeah. If he plays and he's, I don't know, 70% of himself, then I'm definitely taking the Cardinals. But if he's not in there, there's no way I'm taking the Cardinals to beat the 49ers with some, I don't even know who their backup is, so. Okay, I'm reading a news report here. It says Kyler Murray should be good to go, so I'm going to take the Cardinals. Uh, what say you? Yeah, if he's sh- if if that's the report, then I'm definitely taking the Cardinals as well. All right, so we both take the Cardinals here um, on this one, and I screened here. Next game we got is Bears and Steelers. Who do we got, Bears and Steelers? I'm definitely taking the Steelers. I just, I mean, ma- mainly because it's Justin Fields, the rookie quarterback, going up against like a really good defense in the Steelers, and I just don't think they're going to be able to move the ball at all. And the Steelers, they're at home. They're usually a pretty good team on national TV and all that. So it's yeah. a Monday night game. Steelers should take it. Oh, man, I really want to disagree. Steelers is the pick for me, too. I do, I'm do. i not sold on Justin Fields yet. He's a rookie. I'm not saying I'm not sold on him altogether, but we all know I'm not really a run-first quarterback guy. It seems like he always – I've watched. I've watched a couple of the Bears games, and he just – he looks like he wants to run when the play breaks down first. And he just doesn't – a lot's going on. It seems like it's overwhelming the NFL right now for him. He could be, you know, good in the future, maybe by next year. It's always so tough. Young these, these five young QBs that got taken in the first round, it's a high expectation. I really wish they would go back to the time where they redshirt these guys and let them sit behind another quarterback. I know people want to win now and they want to see them play, but it's – it's tough. I know they have rigorous programs when you're in high school now, and it's much different than it used to be. But it, you know, it, not everyone is. I would say was it Andrew Luck and I can't even get all the great ones have come up behind someone else. We've talked about this before. I, I why not just let the let the guy sit for one year, learn it, learn the system. Even even Mac Jones, like Mac Jones was was told by everyone that he was ready to play in the NFL. He was NFL ready. That's a little bit different. We know Mac Jones is not like a you know surefire Hall of Famer. You know, it's like not like he's he's something crazy yet. He he could be to you know a good quarterback in the future. Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent here, but I don't. I just I feel like I feel bad for some of these young QBs. Like Justin Fields should have time to absorb, obtain, especially him. I know he was taken early, but it's like there shouldn't be that expectation. You you're gonna play, and it also is almost like they pushed out Andy Dalton, whatever. So let him learn. Let even let him learn behind even a war, probably a player, maybe a player that's worse. Like let him be the third string, so like he knows his place. He learns the NFL, gains the respect to people. That's just my thought. I'm picking the Steelers. Pretty much is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <coughs> I just yeah, uh, I'm, I'm kind of with you though. I, yeah. I mean, it's not like like Trey Lance on the Niners. He's still the backup, and they're pretty. I mean, they're moving on with Jimmy Garoppolo, is what they said. So mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna keep Jimmy in. Probably. Yeah, because look what happened to him. He, he looked. Trey Lance looks lost out there. He does not yeah, look impressive. He looks really same, lost. Same thing with Justin Fields. I, yeah. I think Fields got put in because Andy Dalton got hurt. But I'm not but saying then, like they're going to be bad. Like no, no one's saying that. I just say he just looks like Trey Lance. It looks like an imposing figure on the field. He just doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. 
but he could be something if you just let, like, you know, nurture him a little bit. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they did that with Mahomes, if you think about it. He was behind um, Alex Smith for a while, for like yeah. a year or two, I want to say. Yeah. And look at Mahomes, going. dude. He's, oh, gosh. Hey, all the great ones. Brady, Mahomes. I would say Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning's the anomaly. And it's it's rare. Uh, Russell Wilson sat behind. Did he sat behind Hasselbeck for a year? Uh, I he, don't remember that. He sat behind someone. He didn't start year one as a rookie. I know that because he... He did the whole transfer school thing, and he played for a smaller school. And a lot of people were not up on him. When he got his opportunity, he took it. So Russell Wilson, too. Mahomes is really, like, the only one that, that, that did that. Even Lamar. Lamar waited behind a QB. Yeah. Um, pretty much everyone. Aaron Rodgers waited behind Favre for a few years, right? I mean, he lost, like, three years on maybe, you know, of being able to get, you know, just stats in the NFL. So... Uh, we'll see. All right, I guess we'll get to the Titans and Rams game because that's uh, your team, and then we'll do my team last, the Patriots. But Titans and Rams, who do you got here? You picking your Titans or are you going with the Rams? Uh, it's just I'm just sad talking about the Titans after losing Derrick Henry for the year. You guys picked up AP, right? AP? Adrian Peterson. Did you guys sign Yeah, him? I know. <laughs> Come on Yeah, now. we picked him up. <laughs> the grandfather of the NFL. Yeah. He's like 40 years old or something. Something crazy like that. I don't know. I'm just a little depressed about the Titans right now. But yeah. for this game, I think the Rams are going to be favored. And they're at home. But I'm going to go with Tennessee with this, in this game. Oh, here we go. He's going on 11. I'm going to you know go what, Caleb? I commend you. With the I homer like it. pick. I'm going to go with a homer pick. I got nothing else to say. Yes! Like All right. <laughs> I am picking the Rams. So we got a disagreement finally. I'm picking the Rams in this game. Do you have any like insight of maybe why you're picking the Titans? Do you think they can overcome this? Yeah, I, I told ahead. you my insight. My insight is on being a homer. Oh, okay, that's it. All right, that's cool. it. I have no other reason. I'm pulling the I'm pulling the Timmy D right here. Yeah, good luck with those Rams defense. Um, <laughs> talking about Timmy D and being a homer, I'm picking the Patriots over the Panthers 100. <laughs> percent um, Panthers are too inconsistent for me, and I feel like the Patriots are. They maybe can go on a you know be on a little bit of a high from last week's win against the Chargers. They've played well. They're were really consistent. Mac Jones, maybe Mac Jones is, you know, he had really good weeks leading up to that, and he had a bad week last week, and the, the team still won against a good team. So maybe they can put two and two together this week, and they can really roll a team and just really crush them. So I, I'm really, I'm looking for a big win because I feel like the the Panthers have lost CMC all pretty much, you know, the whole year. They haven't been playing without him, and um, their quarterback play is inconsistent with Sam Darnold. You never know what you're going to get, and their defense is kind of poor. So looking for a win for the Patriots. What about you? Yeah, I'm definitely taking the Patriots mainly because the Panthers. So the interesting matchup is going to be um, the the Panthers defense, who got still Stephen Gilmore now going up against the Patriots. It's going to be really cool to see. Because um, you remember the Patriots let him go earlier this year, or they traded him, I think, right? They did. They did. They so, traded him to the Panthers for. He's going to look to know. pick off. Oh uh, yeah, so Mac Jones. For I'm sure. looking forward to seeing that, but. The, pa- the Panthers and the Patriots both have, like, really good defenses. So I think this is going to be, like, a lower-scoring game. But the Panthers just look so bad. And Sam Darnold is not looking good. And he might not even play is what I heard. They might put the backup might get in because he's, um, he's been hurt. I think he's in the concussion protocol right now. So yeah. I'm looking for a 52-10 win for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, thinking it's going to be more <laughs> of, like, a 20-7 to seven or something, something, something ugly like that. Something ugly? Like yeah, a low, okay. lower scoring, yeah. That's all right. All right. That would be my pick. I feel you. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, it pretty much breaks up our, our picks. Thanks for uh, doing these picks with us. Well, week eight NFL. That's we got Caleb's week eight NFL picks. It should be exciting. 
Um, I a little football. I mean, is there any fantasy talk we want to talk about, or we want to go straight into the EPL and Champions League a little bit? What's what's your thoughts on this? Besides trying to make me trade you for, um, yeah, trade for, for trade digs. digs. And, <laughs> then, uh, that's so, all I want. <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about this trade a little bit. So he actually sent me another an updated trade. I'll talk about the first one that he sent me, but it's pretty much Javante Williams, Stefan Diggs for me receiving Amari Cooper and Khalil Herbert from Chicago. Um, he's now added Michael Thomas, who is hurt. I have a, got to look into some reports on him and the local media to see what they say and how his rehab is oh, going. That's what I'll do first. I will tell you right now. I'm not oh, trying he's to pull the fast one. Yes, he's he out for the, He's out for the year. Oh, he's Michael out for the Thomas year? is out for the year. Yeah. All right, so that yeah, just absolutely came out. not. So here, but, let me do this. I'm going to decline it live on Project Sports. <laughs> it's gone. Um, well, you were – so let me, let me tell you why I added him in, though. Okay, go this ahead. Was, um, go ahead, go ahead. You told me you were kind of on the fence. You were thinking about accepting if CMC was back – then you would pull the trigger. Yeah. So I added in Michael Thomas because this is a keeper league and we got four keepers next year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you throw him in your IR and he might be one of your keepers next year. Maybe yeah, not. I don't know. No, I know he's definitely no, not one of mine because I already have four no. players ahead of him. Yeah, for but, sure. But, what, you don't think I have four players? That, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, I don't know. That's for no, you to no, decide. No, no, no. That's for me to decide if I want to do that anyway. But, um yeah, no, Michael Michael Thomas is not something I'm interested. Just over the last three years, just too inconsistent staying on the field. He's always getting hurt. He's always screwing over every fantasy owner. He's a great player, great talent, and then I don't know, not not trusting him. So yeah, anyway, it's our little bit of a fantasy talk. It, it, the league's going really well this year. It's it's actually going you know, quite competitive. Besides, outside of what two teams, we got a one and seven and a but even the three and five. And my dad was that that division, the Teutonic Order. That's that's your division is is pretty impressive, uh, five and three, four and four, four and four, four and four and three and five. I mean that's that's close. I, that's really close. I just love how competitive that division. Is. Even mine is like outside the top three, and then even uh, Pat is now three and five. But his team seems like it's going down the drain. Took a lot of hits. Um, but yeah, it's been a fun year so far. Um, let's go to the e Champions League and EPL. Let's go to Champions League since there was some games today. Um, I don't know if you got it pulled up, but I'm looking at the score lines here. I know Liverpool. One, and they beat uh, Atletico Madrid, which is really cool, because I don't like that team because they, you know, last year gave us a fight for our our money, and this year we got some little bit of payback, and um, I like it. I like what I'm seeing. But Shakhtar almost beat Real Madrid. They let up in a goal, but then Real Madrid recovered in the second half and scored that game-winning goal, and they won two one. That was kind of the only one. Oh, Dortmund lost three one to Ajax. That's they got a red card. Dortmund fell apart. They're probably not even going to make the knockout stage. I think they have officially been eliminated. Let me check the standings real quick. No, they're still in second place, but there's a chance for them to get get knocked out because they're tied with Sporting. So we'll we'll see how that all plays out. Um, but Dortmund, man, they really they I don't they are always just seem like they're Bayern Munich supply team and then other teams supply team. They just give their players and make money and then they just. They're a really good farm system team to help other teams, but it's like you have the talent on your team to be a legitimate contender in the Champions League and in the Bundesliga and try to overtake Bayern Munich, but they just don't, you know? And they have a really cool fan base. It really reminds me of Liverpool as well. Um, yeah. Let me see what else we got here. Inter Milan. Nah. They won 3-1 against Sheriff, of course, which is more embarrassing for Real losing to them. Uh, PSG had a big tie against... Uh, RB Leipzig, who's been playing really well. Uh, Leipzig, they got a draw today. That's nice. Um, do you have any ones, any games that you want to pick out or, or talk about in particular? Or, hmm. Yeah, I, I did watch some Champions League today, actually. 
Yeah, yeah, bit. who'd you watch? Who'd um, you watch? I watched some of the PSG game and a little bit of the uh, Ajax versus Dortmund game and a little Liverpool game as well. Uh, I actually, like, I don't know if you've seen on um, CBS Net- Sports Network or something, they have this real quick. show where they just show, like, every game, like, little snippets from every game Yeah, real, qu- real quick, I, I messed up. RP Leipzig has only got one point, that, which was today. Terrible. Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all good. So I was watching um, just like all the best moments of every game, and yeah, yeah, I think honestly, you know who my dark horse is after watching okay. a bunch of Champions League is mm-hmm. Ajax. I really like that team right now. Yes, I think they are like they are killing it. I think they might be in first and they're yep, they really are. qualified for the for next round, and they look they look really good. That's yeah. like you always have one of those teams. I think um, well, Ajax has been there in the past as the dark horse. They they they're like they're really good well-run organization they always have good talent what is it Dijon went to he go to Juventus or Barcelona I can never met to Barca. Barca and then the other kid went to Juve with Cristiano Ronaldo as a defender I forget what his name is but those players both came from Ajax after they went with the final four in uh, Champions League so I mean I'm not surprised that they're back in this spot again you know yeah the and they have um their striker has been on fire I think he's the leading goal scorer Mm. In all of Champions League so far, yeah, they. I think his name is Holler. They've got fourteen goals. Yeah, My he's goodness, been killing it. and only two against, which is crazy. And to give you a reference, yeah. they're 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 up there with Liverpool, who has thirteen, and Man City who has fifteen. So that goes to show you, that's a lot of goals. Even Real Madrid only has nine. Yeah, wow. they're they're undefeated as well. Of course, Bayern seventeen goals. Jeez Louise. <laughs> <laughs> they're unreal. And they're undefeated. Yeah, they look like a solid team. I mean, I would say sporting and whatever that last team best stick us. I don't even know how to say that. Decent squads. Um, I know sporting is decent. Um, I don't really know too much about the best stick us team. I'm not even sure which league they come out of. Let me look them up real they're quick. A, I think they're a Turkish. Turkish, Turkish league. league. Yeah, so I won't give credit there. But, you know, for the other two teams in the division, that's pretty impressive scoring that many goals. So I like it. Yeah, that's a, that's a good dark horse. Um and it looks like, looks like Real Madrid is probably going to be all right in this last matchup. It looks like they're going to qualify and be the number one spot. Everyone was all scared when they lost to Sheriff. But it's like, at the end of the day, it's still Real Madrid. And I think they might be playing Inter next. Hopefully, that'll be a good matchup. Mm. But Barcelona at the number two spot. And they, let's see, the point difference. Six and four. So Barcelona's a little pressure on them. Not so much on Bayern, but Beneficia and Dynamo Kiev. Um... Hopefully their next matchup. I'm not really too sure who it is, but man, it's it should be it should be a good one. Oh, it's actually oh man, it's a, it's against Beneficia, so that's going to be great. That last matchup there, and that will make or break to see if Barcelona gets knocked out. Which I I feel like they'll step up and you know make the knockout stage, but that could be a potential huge um, matchup that will could could go wrong for them. You have anything more in the Champions League? Any any good goals that people should check out, or you just feel like uh, uh, solid I week, not too crazy. Yeah. There was a lot of I fundamental soccer any, today. Nothing, yeah, nothing I wild. I didn't see any crazy goals today, no. honestly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'd say group Chris, stage has been I'd fun. but Cristiano Ronaldo's goal was crazy uh, for United. It, yes, was, was it that yesterday? yesterday? Yeah, I didn't see it, but it was a, it was like a last-minute goal, right? Yeah, and it was like, very always. impressive. It was like just maybe outside the box, but it was like a one-timer. No, it was in the box to the right. It was a cross. He just blasted it and it was just off a one-timer it was it was pretty good so go check that out if you are a soccer fan go check out the Ronaldo goal 
I mean, actually, we're going to talk about Man Manchester United here uh, and the EPL and maybe some of their struggles and where they might end up at the end of the year in the standings. Um, Caleb, are you a believer in Manchester United winning the EPL this year? Yes or no? No, definitely not. No, definitely I not. Think it's, I think it's Liverpool, Man City, and Chelsea too. Like those, uh, those three teams are going to be fighting for the championship. And yes. Man, you will be in the in the hunt a little bit, but I don't. I just don't think they they're going to be able to overcome those three teams. <sighs> and we got a long way to go. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to celebrate yet. But I did say at the beginning of the year that they, I would, I wanted to see the matchups between. I've said this time and time again, so I'm not going to stress too much on it. But we saw what happened when Liverpool played Man United, and that City and United are going up against each other soon. I think it this might week. be yeah this week. Yeah. So this I Saturday. I am excited for that. This is what I want to see. I want to see United at least give a game and make it close and go down to the wire. And I, I want to see something out of them that can change my mind because right they were a mess. They bounced back a little bit and now they're they're winning. They've been winning and doing well in the Champions League. You know, let that carry over. I think in the end it's going to be too much for them. Man City is a well-oiled you know team, but we'll see. We'll see if they can figure some things out. McGuire and Varine. And a lot of those players look mad and pissed. Maybe they, you know, talk some things out. And Gunner, Gunner's Gunner. Do you think Gunner should have got fired after that Liverpool game, got sacked, or do you think it was good for them to stick with him and just let him give him a couple more games? If he loses another big one, he's out. What do you think? What's your, what's your, what's your cause for the Man United coach? Yeah, I mean, <coughs> you kind of have to produce once you got Ronaldo. Yeah. Once you get all that talent. Yeah, you got all that <laughs> talent, and then you add Ronaldo. It's like it's either now or yeah. You got to make it work, man. You got to make yeah. it work, and you've had the team for a while, about a year and a half. It's one of those things. It's like you can't even come in the top three or push or beat one of those teams or even draw them, or even keep it close. You just got you got manhandled by Liverpool. Come on now, come on. Yeah, and I mean, like, I think his saving grace might be Champions League if he can make it deep into Champions League. Then, and at least at least make the top four in Premier. You know, if he falls out of the top four in that guaranteed. Champions League spot, then you're yeah. have problems. Yeah, you're going to have problems. I think, I mean, if they lose a bunch, because they have a, another, they still have a tough road. I look at their schedule and I'm like, geez, Louise. They did beat Tottenham, but Tottenham has their own problems. You know, that's not like it was a big deal. And like, I know people were like, oh, Manchester United played well and Tottenham was, they kicked their butt. And so I was like, I know they still have top talent on that Tottenham, but they've got their own problems with Harry Kane in that locker room right now. And and even their defense, I've always been saying for years that the Tottenham defense is not as good as other teams, and eventually they were going to break down. The older they get, the less I trust them. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the, let's see. I'm going to take a look at the, the bottom three here. Who's going to get relegated? we got Burnley, Newcastle, Norwich City. Obviously, I don't think Newcastle is going to do everything they can to get out of that bottom three spot. Uh, but, I mean, it's still, what do they do? They're rocking only four points right now, which is really bad. Um, but to give perspective, Austin Villa, Watford, and Leeds, who are in 15, 16, and 17 spot, have 10. So they got a lot of work to do. Only We're only saying that because of uh, the group that bought, the um, Saudi Arabian group that bought Newcastle. And I'm sure they don't want to be in the EFL next year. So they're going to have to fight like hell to make sure they stay up in the Prem because it's never going to be given to you. So, I mean, they, they'll probably be disappointed. But I feel like... Uh, a lot of new good players will be coming to Newcastle very soon because they'll have a big roster of money coming their way. Yeah, I'm and excited to see what happens. With yeah, that. we all sure. saw what happened with Chelsea, you know, when the... Uh, Man City as well, right? Man City as well. Um, so <laughs> it should be very interesting. I didn't even say it's to extend to the point of 
Uh, Man United and Liverpool, just with their roster, being able to purchase players. Man United unsuccessful, Liverpool successful, but they both had American owners come over and buy them, uh, American billionaires, and maybe Liverpool is not as allowed to spend as much money as Man United, but Man United has spent a lot of money and failed. <laughs> um, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes going forward. Is there a dark horse to make that top four? Right now, West Ham sits in that spot. I, I don't think West Ham will sit there. They're a good squad. They got a lot of good players, a lot of good talent. I don't think they'll stay there. Like you said, yeah. I'm surprised Arsenal's still in that top six. They're they're doing decent. But we'll yeah, I guess Arsenal is. It's kind of weird to point them as a dark as a dark horse. But yeah. Yeah, because but they like, they've won three out of the last five. They they drew twice. The last they haven't lost in five games, which is. I don't know. They started off the season really bad, and right now it seems like they're doing all right. Yeah, that's true. I think, I mean, West Ham is still also up there. Maybe they yeah. can hold on and keep that little fight for that fourth, fifth spot. And, you know, they're playing, actually, they're playing Liverpool this weekend, so that should be a pretty big game. Yeah, it's a huge game. I it's like it. Two, there's only two points dif- uh, difference between them, so. Yeah, big game. It's a pretty big game. Um, yeah, and I like some of the players on West Ham. It's a good squad. I'm excited for the matchup. I'll take on the challenge. Liverpool for me, hopefully they'll get it done. But, you know, we'll see. Soccer is soccer, as you always say. It's just you never really know what can happen. But you got the only tomorrow um, West Ham does play in the Europa League, which is cool. So that maybe will give us a little bit of an edge because we do not. We haven't maybe an extra day's rest than they do. So we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> and a lot, they, we did get a lot of subs, though, during the Liverpool game today. So we shall see. All right. Um, I think this is pretty much going to wrap up the episode. We talked about pretty much everything. Is there any like final thoughts or things you want to talk about about the, in the sports world, or anything else you got, Caleb? Uh, I think I'm good for now. He's good for now. Yeah, can't and think of anything that's like coming up. You don't want to talk quantum physics? I mean, we can. <laughs> I've been watching these science videos. What was it? I learned a new one. Quantum. Was it quantum something with like, oh gosh, I watched the whole video and then I kind of, it's the thing is it's so dry. So you get like, your brain just goes like, oh, what about this? I'm like looking around, but I mean, I was watching, it's so interesting, but it's like also, I was learning about uh, fear mons and I can't even remember the names of them. To be honest, I'm going to make myself look like an idiot here. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I forget what it was called. Oh, electro, not electromagnetism. Oh, it was on the tip of my tongue. Anyway. Maybe I'll do a bunch of research on it so I can actually write it down and talk about it so I can be thorough and fluid with it. But, yeah, anyway, uh, I was thinking about, you know, get Jared on here. We can talk about it. and He could just rattle off some stuff and we can have a blast. You can talk quantum computing, can't you? You, you work with computers, no? Yeah, I work a little bit here and there with computers. Quantum computing? No. <laughs> <laughs> he works Definitely for CERN. <laughs> Don't tell Nick. Definitely not. Mm. All right, I guess this wraps up the episode. Um, thanks for coming on, Caleb. Appreciate it. Uh, it. Yeah, so this wraps up the episode, and we got more episodes coming out soon. I had uh, Paul Bully over my house this, uh, this past weekend, so he was here. He just left this morning, actually, so I didn't get an episode out um, upcoming into this weekend, so whatever. I'm sorry. I'm trying, trying to do my best, but here we are. Uh, we should be getting my sister and my uh, wife on here do a little female podcasting it should be kind of fun uh, we're we're trying to brainstorm some topics that they want to hit on and it should be really cool trying to still get jacob mccracken on here uh maybe because he's four and four and he's 500 maybe we'll get him on here talk about fantasy and we get caleb on maybe at the same time as him so we can have a good time but 
uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this. And then Jared, too. we got to get him on as well. He had to take a rain check because he had some things going on. And maybe we'll get him back on here. But thanks for listening to the show, guys. Take care.